Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, we're back. Uh, apologies for no Friday episode. Some stuff came up as usual. We're, we're busy people. Things happen. We're adults. So apologies. But uh, today, yeah, we got um, the long-awaited Cinder changes yeah. that, that have come out. So um, I had to go back and look at their their teaser video where they announced this and I was like what there was another champion Nico so Nico was going to be getting one of these too and I'm curious oh, that's right I forgot about Nico okay yeah, right yeah. yeah so she's going to get something a mid-scope uh, equivalent um, I know when we heard about that we were like wait does Syndra really need anything um, I haven't gone through this list in detail but like the few things that I've have read I'm like oh okay that's interesting so if you guys haven't read it yet, we're going to go over that today, uh, share our opinions, and um, get, have some fun, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what to fucking say. Uh, World starts this week. That's going to be entertaining. Dude. Yeah, Thursday, the 29th. Um, also the day that tickets go on sale right. for Chase Center Boy. for finals. So that's a thing, too. Yep. All right, guys. Let's jump into it right away, though. So, Syndra, I was trying to see if they had like a little blurb on... like. Normally, I feel like for champion updates of any kind, they'll be like, we feel like this champion is blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, like, I guess all the mid-scope just kind of all those champions fall under the same description as they're not performing as as how we'd like them to be or, like, the players are just feeling underwhelmed, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds right. Like, as far as Sivir goes, like, Lethality, Dark Harvest Sivir was, like, that was quote unquote the best way to play her, and that's not that just spellcaster. Eh, it was weird. It was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. So, what do we got? Let's start off with this. So, passive, and I guess maybe we should bring up. Um, let me look up the whole wiki for her current passive. I know it's once you max out abilities, they get they get different effects, right? Bonuses. I want to see exactly yeah, what they so get. So I know, I know. Um, Actually, I don't remember what any of them do anymore. I haven't played Cinder uh, in so long, but she's still a viable champion in her current state, but I think this change should make her a little bit more modern. Um, but yeah, do you have it up? You want to read it out? Yeah, let's see. So let's see. I'll start with her passive. Um, Transcendent. So each of Cinder's abilities gain an additional effect at maximum rank. So when her Q is maxed, Dark Spears deal 25% bonus magic damage against champions. Force of Will uh, deals 20% bonus true damage. Uh, Scatter the Weak um, area of effect is 50% wider. And then Unleashed Power is cast range is increased. Does it say how far? Doesn't give me. Oh, it's 750. Wow, it only goes up. It only goes up 75 range. That's, wow. That's not that much. Yeah, that's not a whole lot. I mean, 75 is... Is that a melee? I think it's a melee attack. Ranged? Yeah, yeah, no, but I think 75 is the is the right, okay. uh, range I'm for joking. melee attack. Sorry. Gotcha. Um, so I think it's a melee attack, actually, it's that you're getting out of the range, which isn't a whole lot. I mean, it's One and a half Teemos. Yeah, right? exactly. One and a half Teemos. 50, 50 units is a Teemo? <laughs> yeah. Stupid. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> let's let's take a look at her new passive, still called Transcendent. So yes. Cinder collects up to 120 splinters. That's an interesting uh, name to call whatever the fuck. Uh, via damaging right. enemy champions and gaining levels. Splinters of Wrath enhance Syndra and her abilities. Okay, okay, so we sounds like we got like a currency system going on. What champion? What were we talking about where someone suggested like a currency? Someone wrote in and suggested it. Was uh, it I Nasus? What, yeah, I think it was. Yes, it was Nasus. It was someone talking about his passive being more of a, um, like, hey, you get so many, then you get a like a like a GP boost or kind whatever. of. Right, right. So okay, that's interesting. So yeah. funny, this, funny that someone would say that too. <laughs> so this immediately tells me, like, I mean, I guess Cinder is a control mage, right? Right. And it seems like so damaging champions. Now it doesn't say. It's not telling us. How much she gets per damaging? Uh, I think it oh, will wait, tell never us. Mind. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, why don't I just finish the whole thing? And then we can talk about it. <laughs> That's the thing this, that we always do, dude. It's, yeah. Especially my problem is like, oh, okay. Well, these fucking idiots don't aren't explaining anything. Dan, just read the second line. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. So also, and of course, you know, every champion has to have four fucking different things for their passive. Yes. So on top of gaining splinters, uh, Cinder restores. 20 to 215 based on levels 1 through 18 mana whenever she collects a splinter from an enemy. She can gain splinters via damaging an enemy champion with two abilities within four seconds. 1, okay. 2, 3 at levels 1, 11, and 18. Uh, splinters on an eight-second cooldown per target. Okay. Leveling up grants Cinder five splinters. Okay. Uh, killing a candy minion grants one splinter. Okay. At 120 splinters, Cinder gains 15% total AP. And then ability icons also change with upgrade. So, okay. And again, just dipping down. We don't have to get into the other abilities this very second. But there are all the ab other abilities cost so many splinters. So, I'm I'm assuming you just exchange. Like, say, like, like for instance, Dark Spear. To upgrade it, it's going to be 40 splinters. So if you have 40 like already collected, it goes back down to zero, I'm assuming. And uh, so, is there a, maybe a second count to count that 120? Well, now, see, the way I'm reading this is I'm not reading it necessarily. Like, the more I'm reading through it and reading, like, just kind of glance at these skills, oh, I'm not okay. reading it as a currency. I'm reading they're it as a, as a power spike. They're like, okay, there's certain, like, um, yeah, it's like, like Senna's Souls. Got it. Okay. That, that's, okay. How I'm, that's how I'm reading this. So, yeah. So I'm seeing like, hey, you know, you're going to max out at 120 splinters. That's the most you can get. <coughs> Excuse me. Most of these champions that have these scaling things okay, have some sort of uh, infinite scaling, right? Um, so what I'm what I'm seeing or, or getting on no, this. No, you're right. You're right. No, no, no. Yeah, right, right. But like the, my first impression is this is probably a mid-game mage. Yeah, I can see that. If, if you get... Um, so you get damaging an ability with two abilities within four seconds, you know, obviously at levels one through 10, you only get one splinter, 11 through 17, you get two, and at 18, you start getting three. Um, that's literally just like a, a QE or a QW. Um, that's pretty easy to get, so you're going to stack those. You stack five when you level. Your first few levels come pretty easily, so you're going to hit about 40 pretty fucking quickly 
by the time you hit level six, you should probably have 40, if not 50, depending yeah. on how how good you're able to uh, harass the enemy and, and kill your cannon minions as well. Um, now, if you don't do anything, if you don't do anything, you just level up to level 18, and this I, damn near impossible to do nothing on this list, right? Um, I think you get 85 is the math, because there's 17 level ups. Obviously, level one is not a level up, right? You you don't start level zero, you start level one, uh, so you level up 17 90. times. No, wait, you're right. It's th- no, yeah, leveling up, yeah, it'd be 90? Uh, five times eight five. is 40. Yeah, so yeah, so okay. Sounds okay. right. Close enough. Okay, so you get 90. So you get 90 just... for doing nothing. <laughs> By the time you're level 18, you should already have 120 splinters. If you don't, you've been getting shit on and have literally done nothing for the entire game. Um, So I'm reading that as like a mid-game mage, maybe around a level 13, 14. You're probably going to be max you're ever going to have with these splinters. So that's what I'm picking up here. Um, And then getting that extra 15% total AP at 120 yeah, I was splinters... Gonna... It's like pretty big, right? That's like a how much is death cap 35% extra? Um, what's the is it 30? Death cap is 35. Yeah, I was gonna say it used to be 40, so 35. So it's, so a, it's little like a mini less, death cap, yeah. It's like half a death cap, almost. right? Right, that's pretty big. And then uh, the ability icons also change, so that's cool too. So we'll, we'll see a new list of uh, ability icons that should look more or less the same. So the other thing I'm thinking of, I'm and and I got this idea because someone pointed out in in the Reddit thread is this could possibly bring back bot lane Syndra. Oh, I just, can see that. I mean, aside from sure, you know, you're gonna be if it's not good to level up because you're gonna be sharing XP with a support, but like you're gonna be trading heavily, right? And I could see, I mean, Mage bot lane could come back. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. It'd totally be very could. interesting. She's viable, I guess, for both now, but. I don't know. I think it's a pretty, I guess I would say more modern passive. It's it kinda, definitely more modern with the all the shit that she has with it. <laughs> it uh, And I know we bring this up all the time, but old Cassiopeia kind of reminds me of that with like the poison stacks. Once you get to like a hundred or whatever, your twin fang evolved into whatever the fuck on a two yeah. second. So, okay. Interesting. But all right, let's go down. Why don't you tell me about the base stats and what the Q is. Up yeah. To. So... Uh, in making this, I'll call it an adjustment, they're also going to hit her base stats because there's probably a good reason for that. Make her a little bit weaker early and not quite so healthy. Um, so they're going to reduce her base health from 593 to 563. That's 30 health. That's not a huge, huge piece, but it's definitely um, like one less auto attack at, at level one. And of so course, be significantly weaker there. All subject to change. Right, right. These could change very easily. I would expect the splinter numbers to stay. Uh, the other thing that might change, <coughs> excuse me, would be the mana generation. But the... Yeah, I forgot even... Wow, that's that's another thing to keep in mind is... Excuse me. Right. Hmm. Uh, anytime you collect the splinter, you get mana back. So that's probably... That part's not going to... You know, that part might change in terms of the, the values they use. Um, but I'd expect these splinter values to be more or less the same. And the only one I expect them to maybe think about changing would be the leveling up. If they want her to be more late game, yeah. you're going to give her less for leveling up or you're, they're going to increase the cap. That's and of course, everything is subject to change because this right. is riot and this is on PBE. So, you know, 
Well, you know, once you release her about four or five patches, she's going to have some, some big changes anyways. No, happens, listen, so. they're going to release this, and within four hours, her win rate's, win rate's going to shoot to fucking 80%, and they're going to nerf her into the ground, baby. Wow. <laughs> they're going to Some rioter with 30 followers on Twitter is going to tweet out and say, sorry, guys, we, uh, we missed the shot on that one. Yeah, I missed the mark on that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um... So then we look at her Dark Sphere. So just also to bear in mind, all of her abilities are going to keep the same name. So um, Dark Sphere, which is her Q, the cooldown is going to get increased from four to seven seconds, which is fucking huge. Um, the mana cost is going to be decreased later. So it was 40 to 80. They're looking at 40 to 60 at max rank. And the Sphere Duration is going to gain an extra half second of existence on the on the uh, map. So sphere duration was six seconds, going to go to six and a half seconds. At 40 splinters of wrath, dark sphere can store two charges, and you have to have a one second cooldown between casts. So you cast one, you can cast another. That's actually pretty gross, because I haven't looked at the rest of her skills, but if, if I'm thinking about her ulti, and she's throwing a bunch of spheres at you, yeah. you get just an extra one to throw now, you know? Or if you if you like to do the ulti and scatter the weak combo, mm-hmm. uh, you have one extra sphere to try to hit somebody with. Yeah, I mean, everything... I mean, just look at it. I mean, sure, the cooldown's going up. That's a right. no bueno. But you're going to have another... Once you hit 40, you're going to be able to have a second charge of that. So that's kind of... Would you say... Does that, like, negate it, kind of? I don't... Or I guess... Well, so they they call it a cooldown, and I wonder if that's more of a, a of a charge stack um, piece instead of necessarily a quote unquote cooldown. Because like uh, think about Heimerdinger, right? He's got like a one second cooldown between dropping his turrets, but he also stacks the turrets. They have a cooldown to stack or Corky, same thing with his ulti, um, mm-hmm. like a like a charge a, a charge cooldown. I think is what they should call it. That's probably what it will be <clears throat> renamed to in a in a skill chart, but. For now, they're just calling it that cooldown. So uh, the way I read that is you're going to gain a sphere every seven seconds, and you can hold two. Also, uh, we've talked about her passive. She's innately just going to be able to get mana back now, and lowering the cool or lowering the mana cost is always going to be a good thing. Right. Especially if you run just... Um, mana uh, flow. Mana flow, presence of mind. You're going to have probably like Ludens or whatever. You're going to be set. I feel like... I haven't played that much Syndra, but I could see people, at least in the current state of her, that, like, she could go mana-hungry, especially if you're just spamming fucking abilities and shit. So it's like, that's pretty good. Imagine imagine if you hit, like, a five-man Scatter the Wheat. We haven't gotten to her E yet, but, like, you hit, it's, you get a splinter per champion, right? Like, you hit, imagine if you just five-man Scatter the Wheat, and you just get all your fucking mana back. Like, if you're late game. That, 215 that at level gross. 18 times five. <laughs> I was like, just your whole fucking mana. I think you you might it might be trolling if you take um, presence of mind. I feel like you don't need that now. You might not. Yeah, you might huh. not. Okay. Um, and then yeah, just two two spheres. I mean, again, 40. You you automatically get this upgrade once you hit level eight if you've right. done nothing. But right. you should get it pretty quickly. That's okay. Okay. Um, all right, force of will, sphere pickup detection radius, four hundred to four fifty. Okay, so we got an extra Teemo. 
now prevents <laughs> non-sphere units from dying for a brief period when picked up. So, like, picking up a minion. Could that... I didn't know that could happen. Um, I didn't know that that could happen either. So, like, um, I'm trying to think about, like, a specific hmm. example. If something has, like, a dot on it or something, and, like, like, like Malzahar E on, like, a mm. minion, I don't know how that would work. Well, I don't know. I guess anything like that. I guess they could die when she just picks it up. I guess so. Okay. Maybe it has to... Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. That's, that is weird. Uh, and then at 60 splinters, Force of Will does an additional 15% plus 1.5% per 100 AP true damage. So it's very similar, except it scales now. Right. That's big. That's very big. Very big, and... especially when you when you look at that and look at her 120 sp- splinter um, bonus. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing I'm thinking of is because, again, I don't play Cinder that much, but I, whenever I play her, I would max QEW. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't get that four, 15% true damage until level 18 when you max out your W, right? Right, right. So right. now you're be getting that extra damage way sooner. Exactly. And well, I guess it kind of, uh, I guess it doesn't suck, but uh, I mean, I guess we'll have to see what the bonus is for the ER, but that's interesting. Again, they like, because I, I, again, I don't play Syndra and I don't know if people like, if they're going against um, uh, higher health enemies, they'd be like, oh, I want to max W first this game just so I get the extra true damage to like go against them, but kind of takes that option away from you. But then again, I believe Force of Will uh, or Scatter the Week is is um, the better option to level up second, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. I like that it scales now, and you, right, you, you you know you're gonna have like 800 fucking AP. You're gonna be fucking like a Vagar AP monster. One point five. Damn, that's insane. Per, per one hundred, yeah. So times eight. If you have eight hundred AP, if, wow, that's a lot. That's a fucking lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. so you, you get you get a free fifteen percent for true damage, and then that one point five per every hundred. So yeah, that's yeah. You said about twenty three, right? If you're if you have eight hundred, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. And like I just like you said earlier, I just don't see how you don't build Rabadons on this champion now. Oh, like yeah, anything you have to any champion. Vagar is a perfect example, just because he just gets AP for being Vagar. Like it. <laughs> You can build it second item, and it's so good on him. Like usually, yeah. you don't want to because it's a mul- multiplicative item. Right. You don't want to. You want to get that as you get more damage. But right. Right out here, just being like, oh, here you go. Here's free fucking damage. Like ah, fuck it. For example, <laughs> it's a fucking field goal. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's look at uh, scatter the week. The E. The magic damage is going to drop. You're you're looking at the base is 85 is 265 with a 60 percent ratio. It's going to drop to 75 to 235 to a 55% ratio. I think that's important, and I don't think that's that crazy considering she's going to be scaling a fuck ton of AP. You got to dial the damage back a little bit, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think the point, main point of this ability is to do damage. It's no. just to hit them with the fucking knockback and stun. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're widening the scatter angle. So the scatter angle was only 34 degrees, which was pretty narrow. They're widening up to uh, 56 degrees. So you're going to get a lot more range with the scatter, 
but that also means it might be a little bit harder to hit with some of those spheres. You are going to have an extra sphere, like we mentioned, if you're if you're doing the ulti the ulti um, Q scatter uh, option. But that's only giving you one extra sphere, so it is going to be a little bit harder to hit so many people in team fights. But you're going to be able to hit them in a wider range. So th- there's there's a, a trade off to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the cooldown was 18 to 14 seconds scaling. It's now 15 seconds. Okay. And the stun duration is going to drop a quarter second. It was one and a half seconds, now one and a quarter seconds. And reduced failure chances of close range EQ combos. That sounds like a bug fix to me. And at 80 splinters, uh, Scatter the Week's cone is increased from 56 degrees to 84 degrees and also slows enemies by 70% for a quarter and a half after the initial CC. So you get two and a half seconds of of, uh, legitimate CC. That is fucking nasty. I mean, if you... Right. Is it is the the geometry tool I'm thinking of a protractor? Not a protractor. What's the fucking like D looking yeah, thing? No, you think a protractor? protractor? Okay. Yeah. Just just if you can't picture degrees, just like a ninety is like a perfect L. So it's right. like just barely. That's a fucking huge range, and a, dude. And a forty five is in the middle of that perfect. Right. L. Right. And right. So fifty six is a little bit more than forty five, but you're gonna be akin to a forty five, and then you're gonna go up akin to a ninety. So. You're getting almost double that, if that makes sense. And that's just a rough, like, obviously, those figures don't work. But if you're sure. just looking at an angle, like, I don't know what the fuck 34 degrees looks like. I don't know. To me, is like close to 30 degrees, which is pretty small. It's pretty acute. Um, 56 is a little bit wider than a 45. But generally, it's a 45. And then 84 is just a, t- a hair bit narrower than a 90. So you're you can almost break those down into basic triangle geometry shapes it's nice to see we have another geometrical champion (laughs) (laughs) belka is gonna be happy um just also the fact that the slow gets applied after initial cc so it's like disgusting that's pretty op basically like even though the slow technically doesn't apply on the on the hit it basically is is almost like a two and a half second slow but the first half of that you're not moving anyway so it doesn't matter cool okay all right tell me about the uh so much untapped power (laughs) uh grant dark sphere an additional 10 20 30 ability haste huh okay so that explains why they're increasing the cooldown of it see okay so 10 20 30 hike uh that's okay oh again just riot loves throwing like random fucking things into abilities like like random passives and alties yeah and shit. i'm trying to think of another um like, i guess olaf gets the damage or whatever or um right who else has a fucking uh passive link to their ulti i remember when tom kench was yeah first released his yep. art gave him the on hit but someone else okay. out there has one that's linked to their ulti and i Jax. not thinking of it uh oh yeah Jax is Jax is a good one too yeah but the, the, I, the every the third hit. hit or whatever yeah okay all right i guess we like it we're just giving more uh okay okay uh <laughs> damage per sphere was 90 to 190 with 20 percent ap it is lowering later now it is 90 to 170 with 17 percent ap again it makes perfect sense just because right. they're loading her up with so much extra damage i mean also you can consider i i think about this sometimes it's like 
when you're thinking of like cooldown reduction is you could i guess i could you could translate that to more damage because you're able to cast spells more often so it's like oh i can output more damage so it's like they're kind of not only they're giving her 15 percent extra damage at the max splinters but i mean they're gonna let you cast spells much quicker so i always do have a pushback to that idea of like oh you know there's the you know, more damage for ability haste, but you don't get more mana. Although she does get more mana for her passive, uh-huh. you can have 500 ability haste, but if you don't have mana, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> so that's how I've always equated it. So yes, people do say, yes, more ability cast equals more damage, um, but there is always a resource, right? Unless, obviously, you're playing set or uh, a resourceless champion. Bet. They're going to make Syndra a manaless champion now. Yeah. Yep. They're going to give her mana a regeneration in her passive, and oh, then they're going to just have no resource. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Before you get to this last line, I just read it, and, like, I damn near want to shit my pants. That's fucking insane. But at yeah, 100 splinters, 100 splinters. And again, okay, what did, what was, what did we read that her... Okay, the in the range. So I'm comparing it to her the current alt um passive upgrade to this new one and it's so much better. Right. Cuz currently it's only 75% or 75 unit increase. Now you are executing units or champions below 15% max health. Um just throwing this out there, collector the ADC item. Oh my god. It's only 5% max health. I thought you were about to suggest putting collector on Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I'm just I wanted to look at like okay, I saw 15% max health. I think that's going to change. I think that's going to get dropped closer to 5% because um that's a lot. 15, yeah, it's a shit. It may may go to 10 or maybe somewhere in between, but if you can't do that with collector, why the hell should a champion have that innately in their kit? Also, I mean, what, this... what is What's what's Pike's execution? Ooh, oh, well, I know it scales with AD, right? Uh, I think it scales with um, the health, lethality. right? Is it scale AD or scale lethality? Look at look it up really quick. I, gotta, I was gonna mention. Um, right, right. Go ahead. And now again, compared to her her current passive, you do not have to max this ability out to get this execution. A hundred spheres. Okay, so if you're gonna get five per level. Let's see, level 10, 11. Um, so, again, even if you did nothing the whole game at level 18, you'd have 90. You're going to be damn. And plus, I mean, it scales, right? It's 1, 11, and 18. You right. get extra splinters. You could potentially, if you're if you're trading a lot, if you're you know farming good, you're hitting those caddies, um, you could potentially have this by at least rank 2 ulti. If, if you're really fucking good about trading, what is it? It's an 8-second cooldown? Yeah. Oh man, you could do a lot of math. I'm sure someone could do fucking an <laughs> ass load of math and be like, "Oh well, actually, you could have this and blah blah blah." But you 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 should be able to get this uh, quote unquote upgrade before level 16. Before you right. hit level, oh my god, that's so fucking gross. Okay, so Pike executes enemies. He's got 250 to 550 based on level. But with an 80% bonus AD ratio, there you go, and okay. an extra one and a half uh, per one lethality health. So obviously Pike is like a maybe an extra 40 lethality kind of champion. It's gonna have a lot of it. So you're talking about adding uh, a lot of that. Now that's not max health. That is just below a certain health threshold. So there is a bit of a difference. Obviously, it's a champion that typically buys collector. 
which bumps that line up an extra 5% of the enemy's max health. So um, it should be similar to that, the way I think this all works out. So, okay, so this sounds like an AP pike. So you're telling me without the resets. Uh, Lightweight. I mean, obviously no reset, but uh, it might be better. Uh, I don't know. I I, I assume, (coughs) excuse me, I assume she's going to have that little um, red execution bar. Where you're gonna be able to see Ooh, like when you I can like execute that. somebody. Um, I mean, obviously, please don't build collector on this champion. <laughs> Just was merely trying to make a point, not say build it on this high, high, high AP. Um, I would say l- mid to late game champion. So yeah, what do you think? I think this is. I think this is overall a buff. I. Th- think yeah well obviously she's not really played right now and part of it's because her kit doesn't really mesh with anything in the game right now um there's nothing she does particularly well that other mid lane mages can't do i mean obviously victor got his big change when they uh redid the items and they got rid of the you have to buy his his item Mm. and it went right into his kit instead and that was a pretty big buff for victor because it wasn't gold dependent it was um, KP dependent and, and farming dependent so just how well you actually performed using the champion um, so it's nice to see that they're gonna I wouldn't say do the same thing but try to work in a similar style into uh, Syndra as well but um, does this make her more meta? I would say sure I would say that makes this champion compete with the likes of a, of a Vagar but on an earlier basis where Vagar is Vagar is definitely a mid lane mage. I mean, obviously at a certain point he has too much AP and it doesn't really matter, but he also gets blown up really easily later in the game because he's just weak, which makes him more of a mid game champ. Um, I think this champion's going to scale faster than Vagar um, and may be more relevant just because of the scatter of the weak, because of the E and the and the ulti and the, and the combos she can do and the true damage she provides. So I think any anywhere you would you may want to put a Vagar, you probably could substitute with a Syndra. Yeah, I like that. Um, I yeah, wouldn't this... be surprised if someone tried to play her as a support champion. If she's going to scale free AP, um, a lot of people might try to go for the the true damage or the the control in lane, kind of like people do with Zerath. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're fine. I was to say wonder if, if you could take her bot lane like like a like a like how Senna and Tom Kench maybe Senna doesn't really I mean sure you're gonna miss out on cannon minions sure but if you're just sitting there just fucking harassing the whole time and you're getting your splinters then it doesn't matter because yeah cannons they're just as good as a harass right yeah I interesting that's why put I was a, thinking maybe people might try to put her in a support role yeah, like yeah. they do with Vagar okay it, I but, guess the only um, thing I'd be kind of the like because like again like the scatter of the weak upgrade with the wider right. area of effect would be amazing but you don't get that until 80 splinters right so you have to constantly harass that which you could do feasibly i mean you have no, sure of course mana um a lot of those support items you can build that still give you decent um Stats uh, are also mana items. I mean, obviously, tier. If you're player support, you might go with um, what's the the yellow tree mana fucking 
Or presence of mind? Yeah, you might go presence if you if you were trying to play her in a support role just so you can harass more. Um because it's going to be harder to maintain because you're not building a uh, a Doran's ring where you're going to get passive mana regeneration. Right. You have to go the fairy charm route, which is less um, build friendly for a champion like Syndra. Like I think if you were to go that route, you probably would also go Seraph's Embrace. So you're going to have a tier item that you're going to stack up on that. You take the presence of mind and you just build straight damage out of there. I mean, obviously probably go Leandry's. Um, but I could see someone making a case for going other other items. You know, uh, there's always Crown of the Shattered Queen, which isn't mm-hmm. a bad item. Uh, that probably would be pretty good for scaling. Um, you could probably go Everfrost if you wanted some extra CC. Um, Night Harvester if you just want to poke. Uh, that's probably not actually Night Harvester might be the the best option given what they're giving her. It's just more more damage on top of damage on top of damage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can see this champion building or not building, taking um, Dark Harvest with the executions and stuff like that. Like, sure, I get some extra damage. That's like a free burst towards your execution with the with the ulti. You know what I mean? So I, I think it it she opens up to a lot of build diversity. Is I guess where I'm going with that. It sounds exciting though. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. And of course, just in time, new Cinder Skin Spirit Blossom coming out. Yes, which um, which by the way seems like a fun event. Uh, I I really enjoyed the first Spirit Blossom. That's probably their most well received dating simulator event, anyways. And so it's it's I'm cool to sure see it come back. I don't think they're doing the the whole no, interactive so. story. Sadly, no. But but it it is a cool. Um, the aesthetic is really cool. Obviously, they're doing something. They gave us the the set storyline, right? So they're doing something. We just don't quite know what it is oh baby they're gonna they're just gonna give you fucking earth too and no next splits yeah that's that's a fucking way better way way better but people just don't play nexus bliss i guess i don't know um what was i gonna say oh the other reason i like spirit blossom was uh that's kind of what gave um a lot of insight into the ruin king game uh you know the explanations with uh yasuo and with Ari in that game, we're kind of pulled straight out of the Spirit Blossom idea, even um, Thresh as well. So I think there's some good good content that comes out of that event. I mean, obviously this is a Cinder episode, but um, I don't want to dive too deep into the Spirit Blossom idea, but I just wanted to, to make those mentions. What do you guys think? Let us know how you feel about these changes. Um, we are question. Uh, Dude, poll. Ma- my my poll is is uh, is she gonna be more uh, of a mid champion or more of a support champion? <laughs> like I, I want I want uh, I want to know what you guys think because I think we theory crafted it a little bit, but I'm curious to hear what the what do you want to do? Thinks. Do you want to just do mid? Do you want to just do bot lane in general, or do you want to do like mid bot or support? Do three mid bot okay. or support. I like okay. that. I like that too. All right, guys. Well, let us know. Um, and you know, as always follow, like us, rate us, leave some reviews, join the discord, uh, anything to grab our attention. You know, we're, we're more than happy to like talk to you guys and play and Absolutely. hang out and stuff. And with worlds coming up, maybe I don't know if, if anybody's in NA, they did release the times for play-ins, which is like perfect. Like NA it's like 1 PM. They're great. 
Uh, Everybody Pacific. around the world was complaining about it too. It's like, hold on, NA hasn't had one in Six a hot minute. Six years, boy. Yeah, and we've had to deal with the fucking wacky timelines. Y'all can deal this year. <laughs> Whatever we could just, if people wanted to watch with us, maybe we can like set up a stream in the Discord or something and just like stream games and you know casually watch Poss- with other people. Yeah, possibly, I know I'll be. That, I can only do that on the weekends because otherwise I'll be at work. Right, they, they're on Thursdays and Fridays, I think, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So. I'll be at work those days, but I will be watching on Lolly Sports um, because I'm sure there's going to be. I haven't even looked to see if there's any drop stuff coming out, but I'm almost positive there probably is. There was last year. Um, it was all that kind of stuff. Oh, speaking of, I need to do my bracket too. Ooh, I need to. Yeah, if you guys haven't done that already, we could maybe next, whenever next episode, we can like go over that too with the champion yeah. review because they updated Pickums and there's a lot of more inter- interactive and fun, like guessing stuff going on and it's fucking great i need to change them because i don't think fanatic is making it out of plans now that no without uh, the covid thing upset is it upset in hell is saying yep the bot lane fucking rip um yeah but yeah guys uh we'll see you next time and uh enjoy your week have a good one guys Happy Wednesday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler. And we're back again with some patch notes for 13.8. But before we get started there, uh, Dean has something he wants to tell you about. Yeah, uh, our stream this past Saturday was fucking awesome. We had a lot of fun. Um, I'm actually still surprised we didn't... We were. I was planning to like play, but we ended up just casting the whole time. Played. They played like five games, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was so enjoyable to do. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people came, hung out. It it was it was like as good as I could have like hoped it was gonna be. No, it was great. I had a blast. And I know it's kind of like we had some pretty funny shenanigans going on with like the giveaways and like everyone donating or not donating. Um, everyone just submitting channel points for us to do fucking push-ups and suffering. <laughs> um, that was so funny. My fat ass, out of shape self. Uh, my arms still hurt. Because I do not work out, and I know I should. I work out. Yeah, it was. Fuck you guys, <laughs> but no, it was awesome. So, uh, and you know, we're gonna be planning on doing this again. Uh, not necessarily like giveaway streams, but we want to be casting you guys. If you guys want to play in like a stress-free, more I don't want to call it competitive because you know we're kind of fucking around sometimes, but like mainly stress-free um, custom games, and Tyler and I can cast them and it's just a lot of fun. I don't know what it else was. to say. It's just a ton of fun. No, we had a blast. It sounded like everyone else had a blast too. Uh, the giveaway seemed like it was like icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were just like, I mean, the giveaway is cool, but the games are more fun, you know? And the casting was more fun, I think, than the than the giveaway was. I feel like we actually outshined ourselves, which was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys uh, missed it, that's okay. Uh, if you guys want to head over to the YouTube, according to Low Elo, go ahead and search us in the bar there. Uh, I we do have the full vod up right now, four and a half yeah. hours. I know it's it might be a little overwhelming for a long video like that, um, but you know I like I said the the hijinks that go on in between games was pretty funny. Um, but in the next couple of days, we're gonna be releasing like the the games by themselves. Um, so if you especially for the people that played them, if they want to go back and watch a particular game, um, you'll be able to, you'll be able to watch it there without having to like comb through all the footage uh, from the event. But 
yeah, it was it was so much it was so fucking awesome. Thank you for everybody that came and played and hung out with us. And yeah, man, there's there's gonna be a lot more content coming. Um, but yeah, make make sure if you're you're coming by the YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. We're putting up um, shorts daily. You know, we do two episodes a week, a gameplay every week. And yeah, man, um, just just a lot of content coming. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, one more thing I wanted to say. This has nothing to do with uh, the the giveaway, but I well, it's league related. Okay. Uh, I did pick up Mage Seekers, and oh, yeah. I played like the first thirty minutes of it. Like, so far, it's a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be kind of clunky because it's like kind of the eight bit two D. Like, um, I know you you never said you didn't you don't know what Vampire Survivors is, but it, it kind of reminds me of that. I thought it was gonna be a little clunkier. It's very smooth. With, like, movement and stuff. Nice. And within the first 30 seconds of the fucking game, you... This isn't really spoilers. You you meet up against Garen, and he literally bends you over and just rams you. <laughs> Jesus. It's fucking brutal. Like, it's just one of those, like, impossible boss fights. I know you've, you haven't played Dark Souls, but, like, there's some boss fights where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely not supposed to win this right now. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, like... Auto attack him once and his health bar drops like one point and he has like a thousand HP. And it was like, oh, okay, so it's like this. But so far, yeah, I'm about th- I'm only 30 minutes in. Uh maybe I can just give like periodic updates on how I'm liking it, but so far it's good. It's pretty fun. So far, uh what's better, this or uh Ruin King? Ooh, you all have to give me give me a minute on that. Cause okay. we okay. I don't ha- know how many hours we put like forty hours into Rune King. Yeah, Rune King was fun. That game was Rune King fun. was awesome, but yeah. So, uh, if you guys are playing that game, uh, let me know how you guys are liking it. Yeah. But without further ado, we are boom onto patch notes. All so right, we got it's, a lot going on here. Ah, uh, so this is, I was about to ask. This is the MSI patch. This, yeah, this is the MSI patch, and a lot of it is just professional tuning. Um, of course. Interestingly enough. There is no rise and no lease sin on this patch. <laughs> I mean, arguably, uh, they're probably in an okay right spot. Then I know they got well. Lee got touched like, the last week or the week ago. before. Yeah, yeah. He got a little buff uh, a couple weeks ago, or or the patch before that. I don't remember which it was, but but somewhat recently. But it looks like they're hitting some of the. Um, I'm seeing Asol Jarvin. Kane isn't really, eh. And then Malphite, of course, and then Rakan. Uh, I've got a handful of buffs, too. I uh, think I've... A ton of buffs. I, I skimmed over them. I know... I think there's a few of them that I know. Maybe there's a few that I don't, but... Uh, it's pretty... Simply pretty good. Uh, MSI starts May 2nd, it says here. Okay. Um, pretty excited for that. I'm curious yeah. how the... Uh, I think they're doing the double LM. Because there's two teams from each region now. There's going to be more, okay. like, series. So we'll actually right. get to see, like, best of fives against EU. That's good. Thank God. I don't know why the fuck it took them. Whatever. That's the one thing I always felt weird about MSI. is like, it's just, it's always been such a small tournament that seems relatively unimportant compared to Worlds. Where it should feel maybe not quite as important, but important like Worlds. So it's nice to see that they're like, all right, we'll do something here. <laughs> so... Not only do we have twice the chance of winning MSI, we have twice the chance of losing. Ooh! Which we will. We will not make it anywhere near. 
because NA sucks. But <laughs> all right, let's get into it though. Uh, starting off with Asol. Um Nothing crazy. I mean, I guess okay. So just hitting his base stats. Uh, health growth uh, was ninety five. Now it is ninety, and okay. then armor growth was four point three. Now it's a whopping four. I don't know the math well enough to because I feel like what was the meme? Uh, there was a meme about like nerfing a champion's like base AD or something, and it was like, oh, well, better nerf, blah blah blah, because it's like OP now. Like, I know I feel like these are significant changes, even though it's a very small small they, change. They the never seem significant to me, but they clearly have pretty significant implications. I think recently. I don't remember what champion got buffed by like three AD or something like that, and they apparently just were off the charts strong. I was like, what? 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 <laughs> it's beyond. It's beyond me to comprehend. So, for example, the next one here is Ezreal, who's getting okay. a base attack damage uh, buff by two. Ezreal uses Sheen. I guess you just get that much more out of Sheen, but like. It says we want to give Ezreal a little more oomph in order to shake up the current bot lane situation, but it's like, I, I does 2 AD base really do that much? Seems I, pretty this is why to me. <laughs> we're, this is, we don't understand the game well enough, and this is why we are low yeah, elo. You're, you're probably apparently right. this, this could be a big significant, <laughs> it will be significant, significant change. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh man i wish we had uh jazzy on this one but oh uh, yeah jazzy talking about not your dad's garen or in factual or in fact your dad's garen uh base ad increase base armor increase so base ad going up from 66 to 69 nice there you go base armor going up by two from 36 to 38 so does this make steric's gauge a possible option for garen i'm trying to i i think i don't Garen, probably not but garen is just garen like we know he's innately tanky without having to build any fucking tank items right it's gross it's disgusting so it be like that i probably i mean the base sure like sterics you know scales with your base ad but like why build sterics when you can build infinity edge <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay, like, okay, okay you know stride breaker i garen yeah. is such a unique very unique champion right it's funny uh, because i feel like some of these older champions are rather unique in how they work garen ezreal uh um who's another older one that they have problems balancing lately just because of how they operate is unique to how to how the game is now it wasn't unique then but it's unique to how the game runs now i mean i guess i guess you could say rise but rise has just been, has rise been really changed <laughs> so all right all right Moving on down to Janna. Oh, another uh, top laner. <laughs> that is not gonna be a thing. I don't care the one person you that saw one doing Korean this. dude doing it. One guy. Uh, so Janna W damage increased, E shield decay timer increased. So the W Zephyr, the magic damage was seventy to one ninety with a fifty percent AP ratio. Now it's eighty to two hundred with a sixty percent AP ratio. Let's go. And the E Eye of the Storm Shield Decay timer was one and one quarter second. Now it's two and a half seconds, so it's doubled. That's pretty big. Let's go. That that seems pretty uh, sizable. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that sounds great. I love it. Love to see it. 
Yeah, no, especially um, in a world where there's a lot of... I mean, they're nerfing Rakan on this patch, but I feel like Rakan's still going to be good. Janna is like the queen of just like disengage of any fucking engage supports. Oh, yeah. So, and now they're, you know, just giving her a little extra damage, which definitely doesn't need, but... No, I mean, she doesn't. It's She's interesting, too, because you, if you play her like a hyper-aggressive in lane, she actually pumps fucking damage. Uh, like levels one through six, she does a fuck ton of damage to champions because because health pools and and regen is so low that early in the game that it's pretty disgusting if she's if she's trading right she really can fuck you up even if you're the ADC it's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, J four he's probably definitely been in need here. So AD growth decreased, Q damage decreased. So the base stats the attack damage growth goes from three point four down to three. And the Dragon Strike uh, is going from 90 to 250 with 140% bonus AD to 80 to 240 with 140% bonus AD. So just losing 10 total there. Yeah, I think Jarvan's just might default back to like the jungler that everyone fucking plays. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's all over fucking MSI. Yeah, especially uh, our boy River. In Golden Guardians is yeah. the German king, so yes, let's go, uh, let's go, Golden Guardians, see, dude. Hopefully, we see them. That'd be see awesome. Jar- give, give, give my boy River Jarvan. Uh, right, okay. right. All right, Kane. E Shadow Assassin's bonus movement speed decreased, cooldown increased. Okay. Uh, the bonus movement speed was eighty percent out of seventy percent, and then the cooldown was eight seconds. Now it is ten seconds. That was one thing that always kind of got me. Is like. His E cooldown in Shadow Assassin was so low. Like eight seconds. And I think I believe it's doubled. Let me look let me double check that. Cause it's a lot I know it's a lot longer when you're in Shadow Assassin than Rost or you're Is it? I don't know. Yeah, let me see. I'm not a cane player. I'm pretty booty at the champ. Uh and he seems actually kind of easy. I'm just pretty booty at knowing picking when to go in and knowing when I can just eat everyone's booty hole at the same time okay yeah so um oh this is kind of weird to look at let me see so okay so ross doesn't get any bonuses for shadow step okay um but the shadow assassin bonus shadow step cooldown is reduced by to eight seconds at all ranks so whatever it's normally uh so ross and base cane is 21 to 13 second cooldown and then wow. being shadow assassin well now it's gonna be 10 seconds but it was eight seconds prior wow that was your okay so that makes sense that's your in and out like yeah you get in do your damage and get out by the time you hit your rotations and in and, and ulti and everything you should be able to get out with that so yeah that's pretty gross okay so yeah they, they hit that by two seconds i don't think that's enough but it might I be see... i mean the bonus move speed dropping by 10 10 percent is pretty big too yeah, I can see it. I can see it being, um, especially if they're if he's taking like celerity or something. He, he could be, yeah, he could but... be taking celerity. He could be also going the what is the wind gust, whatever the jungle item is. Oh yeah, yeah, going yeah. Through yeah. Brushes. The blue, is the blue one? Yeah, going yeah. Uh, quick boy there. So is okay. it Gus Walker or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, down to Kha'Zix, who's also apparently been. Uh, Looking to terrorize the jungle here, and he's getting a buff. So Q, taste their fear. Base damage is the buff. So it was sixty to one sixty with one hundred and fifteen percent bonus AD. It's now seventy to one seventy 
with 115% bonus AD. So they are uh, pushing him. Didn't he? I think he got buffed last patch as well? It yeah, it was to his W. Right? It was the range of his isolation. Yeah, and I think they. I think they had. Did they decrease his W? They de- I, think they, I think they decreased something on his W, and then they nerfed the um, isolation slow. That's right. The, that's right. That's w. right. That's right. Yeah. So they, they they want you to go and use Q. So, um, I haven't seen anyone playing him, but it doesn't mean he's not strong. No, he's got to be in those situations where you can blow people up. But there's so many, so many tanks, so many tank junglers and supports being protected pretty well. But listen, I've just been banning Scion and. <laughs> That's actually led to an increased win rate over the past week. Like, uh, I think I went back and looked at some of my old games and, and noticed a pattern. Is like, oh, there's a Scion on the enemy team, and we just lose because he gets so goddamn tanky with fucking Heartsteel and shit because he can proc it in his passive that it doesn't matter what you do. He has 8,000 fucking health. Go ahead, take him down. He gets another 8,000 health and faster attack speed. So, fucking disgusting champ. Just ban that thing. But if... If they're playing with squishies, Kha'Zix is a is a great option. So, yeah. bear that in mind. All right, moving on to Kogma. Uh, passive true damage increase. Kogma now ghosted while in passive. Coup cooldown decrease. E mana cost decrease. Slow increase. I hate Kogma's passive. It's so dumb. Um, so Akathian surprise. Kogma is now ghosted while in his passive form, which is something I don't did not even realize was a thing. Like he could get minion blocked. Um, but the true damage, uh, is changed from 125 to 555 based on level. Now it is 140 to 650 based on level. I really don't like this passive. It's so booty. Can we get someone? Why was he? Yeah. Why why was he getting minion blocked? Like, I don't understand why they didn't. That's that's, that's a weird thing. Uh, the Q, uh, the the caustic spittle. Cooldown was 8 seconds, now it is 7 seconds. And then the E Void Ooze. Mana cost was 60 to 100, now it is 40 to 100. And then the slow was 20 to 52%, but now it is 30 to 50%. So a little bit better early. This might be telling me AP Cog. AP, I was going to say AP Cog for sure. Because, I mean, it, the E is more or less obviously a buff. The, the mana cost alone uh, for early. I mean, I don't think you max this first. No, but it does um, a lot of damage. Even if you don't max it first, it does a fuck ton of damage. Yeah, I was going to say, let me see. Um, <laughs> Actually, no, AP, I think you do max this first going AP. I'm trying to see what the AP ratios are. Let me see this really quick. Actually, uh, I'm thinking about it now. I think you do max this first when you go AP. So. Because it allows you to, to hit the, the harder slow, and then you just land your ulti really easily. So, yeah, the E base damage is 75 to 255, and then 70% AP ratio. His Q is also pretty good. Q damage is 90 to 290, and then a 70% AP ratio. Plus it, Plus it shreds. Uh, shreds, yeah. Does it shred MR2, or is it just yes, armor? Okay. it does both. Yeah, That's so pretty I think... good. That's pretty big. You're pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, down to a champion that nobody is seeing on the Rift at all lately, Leona. Uh, she's been MIA, which is nuts, because usually when Threshes are out there, or Blitzcranks, you can find a Leona as a counter to that. She's one of the, uh, go ahead, please hook me so I can fucking stun your little bitch ass champions. Um, she's getting a W armor and MR, uh, increase, and a magic damage increase on the W as well. So, this is probably really important, because this is what she needs 
when she goes in, so she stays tanky. Um, bonus armor on the W was 15 to 35 plus 20% bonus armor. It's now 20 to 40 plus 20% bonus armor, so she's getting 5 at each level. Uh, bonus MR is doing the same exact thing, so I don't need to read that out to you again. And the magic damage is going up. It was 45 to 185 plus 40% AP. It's now 55 to 195 40% AP. So she's getting 10 damage added to the base of the Eclipse. So Plus, what is... She gets a flat damage reduction, right? Uh, I think she's so. In w? Think so it's so. like on top of all that. <laughs> I'm right. Really looking at that one more time. Um, so yeah, she... Gaining flat damage reduction of up to 50%. Yep. Yep. That's insane. Yep. So they're just making her a little bit more tanky. She needs it. And actually, with the more tanky um, stats, it makes it easier to go something like Even Shroud, too. Which is yeah, a very popular say, item. But Yeah, I was going to say, if, if she's... I mean, if you're running... Also, if you're running Aftershock, I'm sure people can run um, Glacial, too. It's probably really good. Um, I will. But... I will tell you from my experience, running glacial and even shroud makes you extremely not tanky at all when you go in. I hate that combo. It doesn't seem like much, but the aftershock uh, tankiness that you get is really good. And even shroud's item doesn't scale as well um, as the locket for personal tankiness. Um, and remember, Glacial doesn't uh, reduce damage against you. It only reduces damage against your allies. And so you feel a lot weaker. And I haven't played it in a while because I, I just remember I've tried doing that and it felt like you're just a, a noodle, a wet noodle. And I I just feel like I, you could argue like Leona might be one of the champions that doesn't need Aftershock just because of her, her W. Her W just existing is sure. like... It's pretty insane. And just, like, think about how low... I feel like her Q cooldown is gets insanely low. Sure. So as long as they're sitting on the fucking Glacial, they're not moving, and you're just stunning them. Yeah. Her, after... her Q does have a really low cooldown, actually. <laughs> so I, I could see that. I think, like, the, the Glacial and the Ever... Um, even Shroud is a pretty... I think it would be a good combo. It'd be pretty the, gross on her. The, the thing I like about Even Shroud, too, is it's really good when you're playing an engaged support and they're playing a disengaged support. Because that disengage support does one thing, and that's to stun or or disable you. And when they disable you, they still take 10% bonus damage for 5 seconds. So mm. uh, whether or not you're doing the disabling or being disabled, you do still provide a damage buff to your team. Mm. 